We are back, guys. Tension episode order. You miss us? Season 17, episode 21. Uh, what was else is going on? Um, What's going on? You're fucking... Oh, I'm in the high, high, high Sierras, guys. I was going to say, you're like right in the Himalayas or some shit, right? Uh, almost there. Almost there. We traveled there. This is our um, one travel day from uh, what was it? Satan's Bake Sale. Mm-hmm. We made enough money. We we take the show out to remote places. This time it's yeah north of the Himalayas, which is what uh, above. Well, I don't know. Uh, We're well, way up there, guys. Yeah, you're like eight thousand feet, right? Seven thousand, something like that. Uh, no, we're about ten to twenty thousand feet right oh, now. That's a big range, bud. <laughs> well. <laughs> It fluctuates because the mountains move up here. They move. Okay, so, Holy shit! Yeah, sounds intense. Yeah, we're we're way out where the Yeti live and ah. the um, what is it? Not the Sasquatch. The Yeti. The Yeti's the snow beast, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like the Sasquatch of the Himalayas. <clears throat> yeah, we're we're out with the Yetis, and uh, we're out inside. We're broadcasting live from the Earth Roamer HD. Do you guys know what that is? I've seen pictures online, yeah. The, uh, the Earth Roamer HD? Yep. Uh, I think I've seen pictures online, too. <clears throat> it's like the most and intense RV out there. So, yeah, so this thing is four-season weather capable, has a solar roof, massive fuel water tank, Seven it runs on a heavy-duty Ford F-50 four-wheel drive chassis uh powerful turbo what is it what am i running here a turbo diesel engine i think i think that's what it is so it has uh, 115 gallons of fuel 250 gallons of fresh water <laughs> 125 gallons of black water uh 21 2100 watts of solar power and 20,000 watt battery pack it's like the zombie apocalypse mobile, basically. So, uh, almost. It's a uh, yeah, 6.7 liter V8 turbo diesel, 330 horsepower, uh, 725 pounds of torque. Uh, it's eight feet wide, 35, 35 feet long. Uh, what else? Um, it's 12 foot clear. Yeah, it's a pretty nice vehicle, guys. I got it in black. I'm renting it and then buy it. So that's what I'm broadcasting from right now. There you go. If you look at if you look it up, the uh, Earth Roamer HD, uh, have you seen it? Yeah, you've seen pictures of it. So, yeah, that's where I'm at, guys. Yeah, no, I've so, seen pictures of it before. It's crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, like you walk in, to the right is the bed, to the left is the front. Uh, there's seating right when you walk in, and right behind, right when you walk in, sharp corner right is the sink. Yeah, that's pretty nice, man. Yeah, it's like an F-350 super diesel fucking with like a camper strapped on the back instead of a bed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's intense. When I was in Hawaii, I got to drive an F-250 super diesel, and that was fucking fun as shit. I imagine this thing's like a tank. Oh, dude. Look at the pictures of it. It's just mm -hmm. insane. No, I, I did again. Yeah, this thing, it's pretty hard to drive, but you know. Right, yeah, it doesn't it gets turn around. well. <laughs> I forget. Well, last year, I forgot what I rented out. It was a different super truck. I forgot what it was. Oh, well, fuck them. Yeah, it was like a fucking German one. I remember it. Yeah, I remember. This mm -hmm. time I'm going American and see what they got. Well, it is the age of Trump. You got to go American. That's true. It didn't say Trump on the back. No. Well, there's a lost or, opportunity. Or, or anything like that, I don't think. Yeah. Did it? 
It probably yeah. doesn't need to say that. It probably screams that just by existing. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, so we're out here, guys. Cool. Uh, sitting out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's not snowing right now. It was earlier. So right now it's pretty uh, quiet. You might hear some distant, uh, some something out in the background. I don't know what it is. A huh. Yeti? Yeah. Could it be? <laughs> Do they sound like Sasquatches? They throw sticks at <clears throat> trees and scream randomly? Well, yeah, if I hear anything out here, you know, it's a what? A snow leopard? What would it be? Um... I, I suppose, yeah, there's snow leopards in the Himalayas. Um, could be bears, too. Uh, well, polar bear? No. No, there's, like, Asian black and brown bears that live up there, I believe. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, black bears live all over the fucking world, man. Except, I don't think in Africa. Maybe not, but... Oh, okay. Pretty sure there's lots of bears in fucking Nepal and fucking uh, parts of China. Yeah, it's pretty cold up here, but, yeah. Double insulated walls. You don't feel it at all in this truck. Nifty. It's like a- Nice 70 degrees in here, I think. A little claustrophobic, but whatever. You know, that's all these types of cars. They're kind of weird. All right, so what do you got before I rate my first movie? All right, well... well I think my only movie I saw before I left. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, well, I, I've got uh, Disney throwing up a middle finger to Netflix. Um, so this is on fucking uh, Tech Radar. Um, so uh, Bob Iger, the Disney CEO, announced a bundle... Uh, you get ESPN Plus, Hulu, and DP, Disney Plus. Uh, DP is for, DP, guys. For the same price as a standard <laughs> Netflix subscription. So for $13 a month, you get Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. I give a shit about the sports, but that's a huge draw for a lot of people. Netflix is in trouble. Hulu and you Disney think so? Plus. Yeah, dude, seriously. Think about it. Hulu is doing pretty well for itself these days with all its shows. Like, it's. Uh, what you call them? Uh, originals, you know, fucking Handmaid's Tale and, and all the Stephen King shit they've been doing have done pretty well. And uh, what uh, Future Man, you know, there's a bunch of good stuff on there. And then Disney Plus, new Marvel shows, new fucking Star Wars shows, uh, whatever else they decide to put on Disney Plus. Um, this is a big deal. Netflix <clears throat> is going to be in trouble. They're going to have to up their game. I don't know. Netflix has loyal fans, dude, but you're talking Disney. All they have to say is, oh, we're going to do a Lion King TV show, and <laughs> they're going to make another billion dollars in fun. Yeah, but what, what um, Netflix is going to do is go, okay, we're going to be the R-rated version of Disney. Well, see, that would be cool, and I would stick with them because of that, but they've got to do something. They can't just sit back and go, oh, no, we're Netflix. We've got Stranger Things and fucking Dark and... Well, Orange is the New Black is over, but, you know. Oh, what's the other show? They're going to have to step up. They're going to have to have some kind of sports streaming. Because ESPN Plus is, like, every game, fucking every sport, you know, as far as So they're going to have, oh. Yeah, so it's all, every sport that ESPN broadcasts, probably. And then Hulu. And then Disney Plus for twelve ninety nine a month. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. I think Netflix will be fine. I think Disney will ha- will be like will dominate within the first two years. Mm-hmm. I think Netflix will be number two, and then it will be Amazon, then Hulu. Well, Hulu then... is going to be rolled into Disney, man. So it doesn't matter. Oh, that's right. It'll be Hulu. And- I'm trying to think of what's coming out soon. Well, Netflix has uh, The Witcher. Right. Coming out, and people are starving for a sword and sandal type thing right now. Oh yeah. Until the Lord of the Rings show comes out on Prime. Yeah, then they have Lord. That's going to be like two years down the road, though. Is it? 
that far out? Yeah. Yeah, they just they just started like producing it and hmm, let's film it over here and maybe they started rolling cameras, I don't know. But that's at least a year away, right? If, yeah. Oh, and then I... Netflix Netflix has um, shows like Mindhunter season 2 and the Dark Crystal's coming out at the end of the month. Yeah, and Dark Crystal. Uh, I think they'll have enough original programming to where there'll be people that will be anti-Disney just because of how soft their programming gets. <laughs> You know, just because they're going to, I think, like, w- what they're going to do with Blade, what are they going to do with Blade? Turn him in a, hey, I'm Blade. I'm going to cut you but not show any blood. Mm. You know, how are they going to handle Blade? Give it to Netflix. Well, yeah, you can do that. That's all <laughs> Disney. I know. <laughs> just saying, Netflix did a pretty good job with all the Defender stuff besides Limp Wrist. <clears throat> yeah, it was all right, but it was like, eh, it wasn't great. It didn't make me want to finish any of them. Mm. Once I found out they're canceled, I'm like, eh. I'm going to watch Jessica Jones and Punisher. I don't think I am. I think I'm, like, there's so much stuff out there. I can't watch shows that have been canceled. Mm. I don't know why. Well, because you watch, like, 40 TV shows at a time. Yeah, I just finished watching the season finale Euphoria. Horrible. <laughs> really? Like, oh, this, this show's amazing. This show's groundbreaking. Oh, it's so great. It's okay. It's not great. <laughs> it's not kids. It's, okay. it's trying to be kids, but it's not kids. No, it's just, you know, dumb kids in high school. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to be artsy-fartsy with it. Oh, everyone has glitter. Oh, no one's in the same light. All the light has to change. You know, it's over-directed. Too much narration. Mm. Uh, people love it, though. I don't like it. The, the ending of the... I just saw, saw the finale. It was, eh. Like, whatever. It was boring. Uh, I fast-forwarded through some of it because it became a music video at the end. Oh, that sounds like, oh, fantastic. Yeah, we want Zandaya to start singing now. Because her music career failed before she became a good actor. So now we're going to try to revitalize her music career again. Like, shut up. She was a failed singer coming out of the Disney Channel. Then got a couple roles as a good actor. And now she's trying to bring back the music again. I see it. You don't fool me, man. <laughs> so they just brought that into this. And made it like a dumb music video at the end. With her, like, a, a real, like, with her mouthing the song lyric, like, in scenes of the show. Like, ugh. Oh, well, that's cute. It was, like, a, on the, along the lines of um, Rocket Man. Mm, still haven't seen it, so. You know, where it's just, ugh. Where I was just, why do they have to do that to these fucking shows? Oh, it's artsy-fartsy. Let's get it going. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's show artsy-fartsy we can do. We're progressive. We have a transgender teenager uh, falling in love with a girl in her high school, and everyone's okay with it. See how progressive we are? You know? Hmm. Like, whatever. Just show me a good show. It has some good parts in it, but overall, <laughs> I'm not a fan. Yeah. You might you might like it. I've seen people jerking themselves off to it on uh, social media. I don't know. It's on HBO. I may watch it at some point, but I'm not, like, invested in going to see it. Yeah. It has some really good parts, but overall as a show, it's like, not that great. Too much narration. I hope second season isn't all narration again. <laughs> we know all the characters. We don't have to narrate through their whole lives again. I'm done. Uh, what's the other thing on Netflix? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> on Netflix? I'm trying to think of what I just watched on Netflix. I just finished Mr. Robot. I'm all caught up, finally. Oh, season two episode, Robot. <laughs> season two. Three, I just finished. That was pretty fucking rad. Oh, uh, sees. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm glad they're ending it. They're gonna. I don't know where they're going with it. I think he's just gonna 
go revert back. The full basket case? Yeah, too many close-ups of the eyes. <laughs> the buggy eyes are bugging you. Well, just everything. He's just like, all of his shots are, okay, put the actor in the bottom left corner, and we're going to fill the rest of the space with nothing. Here he goes, boop, going on? I don't know. Huh? Yeah, like a, that show, yeah, that show is cool, but I don't know. Some of the one shots are great on it. He he moved on to doing that homecoming show with um, what's her called? Uh, uh, horse face. Oh, Julia Roberts. Yes, she can eat an apple through a picket fence. <laughs> yeah, Julia Roberts. I was gonna say I thought you meant Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker for a minute. No, hmm. that's the one you usually yeah, call horse face. No, she's a total horse face too. But yeah, so Julia Roberts. Is in that show Homecoming, which is directed by the guy who did all the Mr. Robots. Hmm. So if you like that feel, you'll probably like Homecoming. That's on uh, Prime. Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Prime. It's on my queue. Um, but I got to watch Sneaky Pete Season 2 and uh, yes. Bosch 5 first. And, yeah. yeah. They're already filming 6 for Bosch. Damn. They're milking. Well, yeah, they're going to do six and seven. You know, it's going to be the longest running Amazon show ever. Seriously. I'm trying to think of what else. Was, uh, no, it has to be that one. Yeah, no, nothing else has been I on think that so, long. Right? <clears throat> oh, I want to do my uh, top five movies of July. Mm-hmm. I'll do the soundtracks when I get back, when I have proper setup. But right now, top five movies of July. Number five, Stuber. Did you ever see that? No. No. Uh, with Camille Nanjani. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a man. I can punch you in the face. I, I'm a man too, but I'm a different type of man. You know that one? And, uh, no. <laughs> number, number four, Spider-Man. Far From Home. Far From Home. That was good. I liked it. Uh, it wasn't great, but it had some really trippy parts. Uh, number three, Yesterday, with uh, Mr. British Man. Oh, I don't know what the Beatles are. Oh, don't you? My teeth are messed up, just like the Beatles. Number two, Midsommar. Uh, one of the best uh, original, one of the more original horror movies I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Midsommar. And number one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Quentin Tarantino. Could you have guessed it? <laughs> Never in a million years, Chris. For Well, it could have been a stinker. It, you know? Really? Uh, it could is it a stinker been? for some people. Yes. That's... Some people hated that fucking movie. Uh, okay, Worst of July. Here we go. Number five, Toy Story 4. Uh, number four, The Art of Self-Defense. Number three, Annabelle Comes Home. <laughs> number two. The sex doll that uses you. Annabelle Comes Home. Mm-hmm. Then number two, Crawl, with uh, chicks getting uh, spun around in death rolls while leeching for flares. Uh, number one, Lion King. Mm. The worst movie of July was The Lion King. The best movie was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Can't believe it's already August. I know. Jesus Christ. What happened to July, man? Jesus. It just blew right by, man. It's nuts. (laughs) It did, right? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I was just sitting in... um, Yeah, I was just watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood the other week at the Alamo. Oh, I finally got tickets for uh, Apocalypse Now. Uh, yeah. So the redux, the remastered version. I'm gonna go see it in IMAX this time. I'm not, not gonna go see it out in the draft house because I found out there's an IMAX showing. Yeah, that sounds intense. Like, hmm. <clears throat> like which one? Uh, 2 p.m. Uh, I guess somewhere. Oh, you're getting choppy, bud. But yeah, IMAX showing. Am I? Oh, yeah. hello. A little bit. Check, 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 check. Is it back? Yeah, more or less. Check, check. Can you hear me now? Is that good now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good. Check, check. <laughs> now at the uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to see it in IMAX 2 p.m. Hopefully. So you said you got uh, it'll be tickets. good. Oh, hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. I mean, it <clears> is Apocalypse it. Now. Not a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be awesome. I was going to go to Alamo Draft House. I still have tickets to go there. You know, they, they're showing on the same day, they're showing The Abyss director's cut at the Alamo Draft House. But the times don't match up. Do you like a double feature? Of like a, the abyss, right? Oh, check, yeah. Check. yeah, the Are abyss would be cool. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. No, yeah. come on, dude. I need to know you're there. Right here, you have to constantly be in radio communication. Just Const- in case I'm the stuck Yeti up here in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I need to know these comms are working. That's another reason why I'm calling. <laughs> I just to know the comms are working. So if, <laughs> if shit goes down, I'll be ready. Oh, also, speaking of shit going down, I... Um, I'll rate my first book, audio book. I've listened to all 10 hours on my drive up here to Gears, Ascend, Gears of War Ascendance, the prequel to Gears 5. A uh, 10-hour audio book, 300-page or 600-page reading book. That's pretty good. Cool. Uh, it reunites certain characters. It was, it was better than most because everything they describe I can picture in my head because I've been playing Gears for so long. Right. So... They'll, they'll describe, you know, all the weapons. They know exactly what they're talking about. They'll describe certain animals and creatures like pouncers and snatchers. And I'll know exactly. Like, okay, I picture those in my head. Uh, like um, Swarmax and like all the different types of guns and all the different breeds and all the planes. And uh, so I was easy to keep a, keep up with, you know. Right. I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to use my imagination to think of what any of these things looked like. Sure. It's like, oh, okay, I can picture that, picture that. You know, it's like, oh, she gripped her lancer. It was half full. She jammed a clip in without even hesitating. <clears throat> or she, uh, she puts a clip in to keep the, uh, to keep the chamber warm so it will shoot faster. Like describing an active reload. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have to keep the chamber, keeping the chamber at uh, optimal temperature. For uh, for best rear, whatever the fuck, firing of the gun. I, I thought it was weird the way they described everything, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, in real life, how the fuck do you explain an active reload? I mean, in a video game, it makes sense. If you do this just right, you get more powerful bullets. But, like, a book based on that you want some semblance of reality <clears throat> and how does that work? Oh, yeah. They have, and they, they refer to a lot of places. Because it takes place directly after Gears 4. Mm. After uh, uh, Kate buries her mother, finds out she Spoiler has a locust symbol. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's been two years. I haven't played Find out. I know. Find out she has a locust symbol. Like her mom had a locust symbol on her chest. And that's what. And it's like, oh, my mom gave this to me. Like, that's a locust symbol. So maybe she, uh, her mom fucked a locust. That's my... <laughs> That's my <laughs> She's a human locust hybrid. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. She has locust pussy. Nope. You know, so maybe Kate Diaz has locust pussy. So it shows, so she, so it has them splitting up. So it has uh, Marcus Dell splitting up into a team. Kate and, um, I mean, yeah, Kate and Marcus splitting up to a team. Kate, Dell and uh, JD splitting up. And then it has Baird who's like a multi-billionaire now from selling all of his weaponry enough to uh, to the uh, COG army or whatever the fuck. So he's there monitoring everybody. So it's pretty weird. It does lead up to the end of the game, or it does lead up to the movie. Basically, all the uh, Locust burial grounds have become cocooned, and now they're all re-emerging as more insane beasts. So basically, they cocooned them instead of buried them. Well, that's a brilliant However, idea. that 
<clears throat> yeah, you either have to blow him up or bury him, and they I thought they they thought they buried him. So, you got a hammer of dawn, those motherfuckers. Apparently, well, that's what that's the whole thing at the end of this book because it hasn't been um, active. Uh, spoiler alert: Baird uh, is looking up. He's basically hacking into the st- sky satellites to use the hammer at all. Yeah, that's what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, if I'm dealing with something like the Locust, I'm going to want to blast him from space, man. <laughs> but the hammer of dawn has has scorched the earth. That's why they don't use it anymore. Wherever they, you know, it's effective, but you know, it's like it's basically uh, scorches the earth, sort of like um, a Chernobyl, right? You know, wherever it's like it's useful, but no one else can live there for a while, and then yeah, <laughs> right. And when they do, they grow a third arm <clears throat> or a second set of ears. <clears throat> well, it turns the whole area also into a huge crater. You know, it's like. It's unlivable anyway. It's just, boom, a crater all the way down. So, especially the huge sky one, yeah. So, I think that's going to be used again in this in the fifth game. The the Hammer of Dawn, guys. For uh, Gears Ascendance, it's cool. It describes all the weapons cool, and I don't know. It's a prequel to the movie, or to the game. So, I'm all set for Gears 5. I bought my first pack of uh, Chips Ahoy cookies for uh, gears five so i give it uh three to five ear holes four to five ear holes or four to five eye holes or mind <laughs> mind holes you just sound <laughs> dirty uh, <laughs> four to five mind holes because you have to use your uh it was a good story that's uh, what you're trying to say yeah yeah and three out of five uh boltock shots to the face yeah mm-hmm. even like reloading the boltock pistols and all that stuff yeah it's cool Okay. Oh, and Euphoria, Euphoria, two to five eye holes, one out of five ear holes, two to five shitty music video feels. Such a bad ending. So I put it for Euphoria. There you go. <laughs> okay, what do you got before you rate this movie? Um, oh, I got to talk about this one. This one's near and dear to my heart. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> leave it to the scotch. Uh, researchers at the University of Glasgow School of Engineering have created an artificial tongue which is so sophisticated it can tell the difference between different types of whiskey. So basically, um, much like champagne or, um, I don't know, different types of cheese that are supposed to come from one particular area of the world, and that's the only way they get to be called that, right? Like, you can't say that sparkling wine from California is champagne. It's sparkling wine. Champagne comes from Champagne, France, right? So Mm -hmm. the same thing with, like, scotch whiskey, Right, it, it, it's very specific how it's made and uh, how it's aged, and there's a lot of people who are fucking because whiskey is expensive now, or you know it's popular, so prices are going up, especially for like collectors bottles. So like a 50 year old bottle of fucking Laphroaig Scotch would be you know thirty thousand bucks or something. Um, and so there's people who are creating forgeries essentially. They're taking a shitty bottle of whiskey. Forging the fucking labeling and the cork and whatnot to make it look real and then fucking selling that. And so these Scotch engineers, <laughs> uh, not whiskey engineers, but Scottish engineers. Um, engineers. Yeah. They created an artificial tongue specifically to test whiskey. And it is so sensitive, it can tell the difference between a whiskey that's 12 years old, a whiskey that's 15 years old, and a whiskey that's 8. It can tell different brands. It can tell the same brand, but the fact that these two bottles came from different barrels. Like, it's insanely sensitive. And so the whole point is to crack down on all these people who are creating fraudulent whiskey, (laughs) which I think is pretty badass. Like, you know, 
if I ever have 30,000 bucks and I want to buy a 50-year-old bottle of scotch, because why the fuck not, um, I want to make sure it's the real deal and not a bottle of Jack repackaged, you know? So Yeah. Anyway, counterfeit alcohol uh, is a thing of the past now because of the, of the Scottish <laughs> and their desire to keep their whiskey pe- <laughs> I think that's pretty bad. Anyway. <clears throat> yep. Artificial tongues. Watch out. Bionic tongues are next. Artificial tongues. That's so weird. That makes... That's so strange. Well, what it does is it uses... You know, gold is very conductive and aluminum also has different properties. I don't quite understand it all, but... But essentially, like, it's using gold and aluminum in uh, in this tongue to essentially, like, suss out different chemical compositions or different flavors um, that you would expect to be in that particular tongue. So I imagine they have a massive database, right? They keep putting the tongue in different whiskeys and saying, this one is fucking, you know, Lefroig 10-year-old, and this is McAllen 18-year-old, and this is fucking Jack Daniels, and this is Jim Beam, you know? And... Uh, so it builds up flavor profiles. And then if something's off, it can tell you. <clears throat> Weird. Yeah. Okay, let's do the um, Hobbs and Shaw trailer or movie. The Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious yep. present Hobbs and Shaw, Lawman Luke Hobbs, and Outcast Deckard Shaw form an unlikely alliance. <laughs> yeah. When a cyber-genetically enhanced villain threatens the future of humanity. Black Superman. Black Superman. They should have called the movie Black Superman. Uh, Dwayne Johnson Hobbs. Jason Statham Shaw. Idris Elba is Brixton. Vanessa Kirby is Hattie. Uh... Helen Mirren is Queenie. Queenie. Ed Marsden is uh, Professor Andrako. Uh, who else is in this? Directed by David Letty, who did Deadpool 2. Okay. And uh, he did a John Wick 1. And he did Atomic Blonde. I still haven't seen John Wick, but I like Deadpool 2 a lot. And I think I saw Atomic Blonde. I thought you saw Atomic Blonde. That was, uh, what's her bucket? Uh, Shirley Theron? Yes. In the 80s. Right. People up. James McAvoy's in it too, right? Yeah. So, okay, so this movie, two hours, 17 minutes. Holy moly. It's a lot of black Superman. It is so over the top. It's hilarious. I saw it in the same theater as the kind of funny guys. I got a picture with Andy at, at Maximum Cortez on Twitter. Uh, he does a lot of funny videos and stuff like that. Um, okay. He's, he's the only one I ran into, but apparently all of them were there. You know, but oh well. That's what happens when you go to a movie premiere. Yeah. And no one's I'm like, damn it. I knew all of them were there. Like, I knew Andy was sitting there because I was, I was like walking behind him while he was walking into the theater. I'm like, oh, there's Andy. Chris, Chris, what? You're making yourself sound like a stalker. Well, no, I just happened to be. Uh huh. It's not like <laughs> it was so on. weird. A... He just was there in front of me. But I didn't go, hey, Andy, it's me, Chris. I waited until after the movie because I knew he had to probably get to his seat or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And he had like popcorn and shit and soda in his hand. You didn't offer like, to oh. carry it for him? No. Oh, okay. No, it's just like, oh, hey, what's up? 
I like your stuff. He's like, hey, thanks, man. Thanks a lot. All of them have been really cool, everyone I've met so far. Right. And then I just ran into Tim, the one I got the picture with to begin with, and just bullshitted with him for a little while. And he loved the movie a lot. I mean, it sounds like an absurd movie, right? Like, I've not watched too many of the Fast and Furious, but this one looks like it's completely unrelated other than the fact that it's stupid over-the-top stunts. And this takes it to, like, the 15th degree. It it is so insane. So basically, the the sister, Shaw's sister, right? Yeah. Shaw's sister, um, Hattie, Vanessa Kirby... She basically injects herself with a po- with like a virus that has capsules in her hand. So now Idris Elba's after her, right? Because he wants the virus, blah, blah, blah. You know, that whole thing. But his motorcycle is like steals the show. His motorcycle is almost like a transformer. It like collapses into pieces and folds back up and stuff. No, weird. It was weird. Like they're going so over the top. Like at one point... Like, okay, we got it. They race under two semi-trucks, you know, crossing. The sports car they're in goes right underneath. And they're like, he won't catch up. So it just elbow hangs on to the back of the motorcycle. The whole motorcycle collapses almost flat. And goes, and flies through, folds back up, and he jumps back onto the top of it. You're like, what the fuck is that? I will probably watch this movie because it's not part of the Fast and the Furious franchise, really. Oh, it is? Well, I mean, Hobbs and Shaw, yes. But, like... Let's be honest. Stupid fucking genetically cybernetic superheroes or whatever. <laughs> That's true. Well, he has like a metal spine. Like at one point they show his back opened up and he has like some metal stuff going on in his spine. Um, yeah, he has, he can like, he's when you're trying to punch him or fight him, he can just read everything that's going on. Hmm. You know, so he can predict your punch before you punch him. No. Just okay. like, you know, punches him. So they have to defeat him, spoiler alert, by what? One of them getting punched and the other one counterpunching. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> right? It's like, come on. Each of them have to take a hit. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, Em's coming back into the RV. Uh-oh. Hi, Em. We're, we're up in the Himalayas here. Uh, why'd you roll your eyes? You're coming back in the RV. I'm, I'm reviewing uh, Hobbs and Shaw that we saw before we left. Well, I saw before I left for the Himalayas. Need some water. Yeah, from the outside of the truck. I think we have like a thousand gallons left. We have to melt more snow. Ow! <laughs> Jesus. Did the Yeti get you? Yeah, I think we, yeah, I think we have like a thousand gallons left. Hmm. That'll last us through the night, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is a bit touch and go with just that little. A thousand gallons between two people? Yeah. I mean, if you ration it, you should be okay. <laughs> I think so. I think we'll be okay. Okay, so what else? Um, oh, here's a quote. I'm what you call an ice-cold can of whoop-ass. That's Luke Hobbs. <laughs> so it opens up with, you know, like a split shot of them in the morning opening up. Shaw wakes up with two chicks. Hobbs wakes up alone with his little puppy dog, uh, you know, eating bran flakes and whatever. <laughs> and Shaw's eating like, oh, a nice custom eggs and bacon meal and stuff and then uh, the other one's working out other one drives a truck one drives a super like a i think it was a mclaren yeah sure sports car and they're like, i don't want to work with him what well we've brought in another agent to help you because your sister's involved in and we need you to find the sister before the super black superman finds her yeah and that's the premise so they're running around like they're doing full 360 flips out of building in cars 
At one point, The Rock is holding on to a helicopter with a chain. I saw that Only in the his, trailer, yeah. And then, like, and What's-His-Face slows the truck down long enough for him to pull the chain onto the winch again. It's like, what? And people were, like, cheering. They're like, yeah! I mean, The Rock is pretty jacked, you know. He could probably pick up oh, a yeah. helicopter while it's trying to fly. I'm sure. <clears throat> and uh, some people hated the movie. But it's exactly what, like, their chemistry was good. Their insults back and forth were pretty funny. I can uh, see that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a few of the Fast and the Furious. I haven't seen them all. But I've seen, I think, the first one where The Rock showed up, where he was still an FBI guy or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Four or five. Oh, sorry, I can't even remember. But they were fun. I just, I don't know. There's a lot of other things I'd rather watch first, <laughs> you know? This one seems like a stupid one-off superhero kind of movie, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, he, he was like, oh, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the bad. $200 million budget. Mm-hmm. And how did it okay. do? It made $60 million over the weekend. That's domestic. Yeah, I'm sure it did well overseas. Oh, dude, this thing's easily going to make its money back. Yeah. They left it open-ended for another one. Of course. Everything's got to have um, a sequel now. Oh, yeah. It was it was pretty insane. Yeah, it was the other thing they did in this fucking movie. So do you think Hobbs and Shaw replaces Fast and the Furious? Like, no more Vin Diesel and uh, Tyrese Gibson and fucking all those other well, people? They're making a Fast 9 right now okay. with all those guys. We'll see how it does. If it makes as much money or more, then they'll keep it. If it makes less... Then they might go, well, let's just do Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. It's uh, like the new buddy cop kind of movie, just with Black Superman. It's like, oh, I'm Black Superman. Yeah, he just jumps onto a, a moving truck with his motorcycle. A motorcycle, self-driving motorcycle, pulls up right next to him and stuff. Dude, Batman did that like 10 years ago. Yeah, but still, it wasn't, <laughs> just, yeah, but it wasn't joking. folding on black people. I know, I'm joking. There wasn't a black man uh, driving it, you know, right? That's the... Yeah. See, uh, what else happened? Oh, two mid-credit scenes. Uh, let's see. One with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool? Uh, yeah. Shaw, airport stop search. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. they had Ryan Reynolds in there as like a liaison type guy. Uh, like, a, then, like a douchey government guy? Yeah. Uh, did you put ice in there? There's ice in the back? <laughs> okay, the, um, thank you. The, uh... And then all of a sudden, when they're on the plane, guess who shows up? Vin Diesel. Nope. Triple X. Another guy. He's no. He's been in a couple movies with The Rock. Zac Efron. Nope. The other guy who's been in more movies with The Rock. Oh, uh, what's his name? Fucking Kevin Hart. Yep. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> he's like, I'm tied to Black Superman. So he shows up like as as their like like as their liaison as their go-to guy also really like on the go on the go was his name huggy bear but but he um well he runs into them like he's on the plane they're arguing you know Sean and Dwayne and Jathan and then he turns around he's like come on guy and everyone just starts cracking up because of him he's like oh cuz he's supposed to be a uh, um, passenger 57 so he like climbs up on top of the seat so he can see over the back of it always been on black but he does like a whole thing he's like come on guys you know we're all on the same level here and people just start laughing in the theater yeah really they're like like you know how it is man you know we we banging and slanging you know both of us all of us are like that he does that whole thing uh-huh and he's just like, he's trying to make, he was like, we're all equal, making himself equal with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's a, Kevin he's Hart's a, smaller uh, than one of 
the rocks bison. Yeah, exactly. He's a uh, air marshal. That's what he is. Oh, He's like, come on now, guys. Because you overheard him arguing. Yeah. What? That's totally believable. He's an air marshal? <laughs> air, yeah, air marshal. So, yeah, he shows up. Um, yeah, Brian Reynolds shows up because the other guy directed Deadpool 2. Um, who else shows up? Um, I think that's it. Hmm. So, let's see. So, the whole movie itself, typical blow-up, shoot him up Hi, what do you got? I don't know. I can smell what the rock is cooking. I don't know what I'm doing either. do 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 did That's he people's elbow the fucking black Superman? He almost did. He was, uh, cause like his famous saying, his, his famous saying is, um, he's like, I'm going to, uh, shove that chair up your ass and turn it, turn the, turn that son bitch sideways. Mm-hmm. And he said like along the lines of that, hmm. he just said, I'm going to shove that chair right up your ass. Yeah. But he didn't say, and turn that son bitch. Cause he was doing like rock isms. Right. Like his old wrestling thing. Yeah, he should have said, can you smell what the Shaw is cooking? Come on. No. It's like, They're the Hobbs, whatever. It's not going to be that blatant. Come on. I think Vince I think Vince McMahon owns that. Probably. But, and he's uh, a douche about trademark yeah. shit. Uh, another thing, whooping candy ass. I don't know. Pretty soon, he's going to start putting his rockisms into more of his movies. You know what? He just needs to start people elbowing all the bad guys and choke slamming motherfuckers. Well, he choke slams people already. No, oh, yeah, he rock bottomed a couple people in this movie. <laughs> nice. He's just wham slamming it with throwing them over his back. Yeah, it just beats the crap out of these guys. Mm-hmm. Some good action. No, I believe it. I mean, yeah. Jason Statham and fucking The Rock are both pretty good action fucking actors. You know. They're fun to watch do those crazy fucking stunts. Yeah. And, and then uh, put them together. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Well, and I like Idris Elba. I mean, I, I can't say that I've seen him in too many action-packed movies, but he's awesome in Luther. He's fucking, you know. Yeah, he's a good bad guy in this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can believe it. He's a great actor, so why the fuck not? So I'm Black Superman. And he just beats the shit out of both of them. Well, right. Then Yeah. Then they go after him in the helicopter and just, yeah. It goes so over the top towards the end. That's funny. There's a car, a helicopter, and a, a truck all attached to the same thing. <laughs> oh, wow. I will probably watch this, yeah. So, oh, it's so worth watching. It's so funny. I saw it twice. Wow. Okay, let's see. Uh, what do I write? Obs and Shoal. I rated uh, three to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and three to five uh, car flows. I don't even know what that is. Or how about chains attached to arms? Mm-hmm. Uh, three to four chains attached to arms for Shobs and Shaw. Or Shobs and Haw. I think it was. Okay. All right. What do you got? Um, I actually saw a rumor. One sec. Let me look it up real quick. While you're looking at that, I got my IT tickets for IMAX opening night um, on my A-list. I think it's going to be a good one. We'll see you guys. Alamo Draft House, speaking of which, only has clown screening. You have to dress up like a clown to watch it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people will do it. Oh, fuck yeah. Why the, why the hell not? Um, oh, yeah, this, this was it. This was it. Um, so uh, Moon Knight is one of the uh, less well-known uh, Marvel superheroes out there. He's kind of a Batman type character except Mm -hmm. he's um well first off he kills people uh like deliberately not like batman where you know someone may fall off a building and die but like he'll fucking murder a motherfucker outright um he also is um 
uh, kind of mystical in a sense. Like his powers are tied to the moon. So he's strongest at a full moon and weakest at a new moon, you know, kind of thing. Um, so Moon Knight has been in Rumorville for fucking ever. Like at least since Iron Man 2, I've been hearing rumors. Um, so one thing that I just saw today, and I found it now, um, is that Andrew Garfield, former Spider-Man, is being looked at to play Moon Knight. And I don't know, whatever. Um, I'm just excited that a Moon Knight movie may be coming. Um, so we shall see what happens. It'd be interesting to have Andrew Garfield play two Marvel characters like Chris Evans or oh, who's the other one. We'll see. But uh, the other uh, person I'm seeing in, in, in just in the Google buzz is uh, Keanu Reeves <laughs> playing Moon Knight. So, uh, yeah. It's the moon. Oh. Yeah. So Let's anyway, oh. but stay tuned. I mean, Moon Knight could be fun. Just think of fucking violent darker Batman. Like, and I will be rating next week, speaking of Moon Knights, a black lady sketch show. I'm going to start watching. Hmm. I just started. Oh. It's supposed to be funny. Check it out. What's what, up? Uh, what channel is it on? That's uh, HBO, I think. No. Uh, no I was going <laughs> to say I finished uh, Stranger Things Season 3 uh, last night. Think? I mean, I know you had your fucking complaints about the Russians in the mall and everything. I thought it was fun. Um, it got to Disney Channel for me. Stranger Things was always a bit silly and leaning on those tropes of 80s movies, man. And and I feel that this really continued that, you know, instead of leaning on some of the darker, scarier movies, you know, it, this is leaning more on um, kind of Red Dawn. And uh, yeah, there was definitely some absurdist humor in there for sure. I mean, I, there were laugh out loud moments for me, and that's not a bad thing. It was still fun. The snot monster was fucking pretty awesome. Um, you know, I thought, um, the end, I didn't like the song at the end. No, the, the, I just, I, uh, the no. ending for that me song. went on a little bit long, like the whole goodbye and tears and hugs and everything like that could have been tightened up a little bit, but at the end of the day, I really like the season. Um, okay. I'm excited for season four. Uh, I want to see who it was that the, uh, Russian military passed over at the very end of the final episode of season three. Oh, we already know who that was. That I, was uh, what's his name? I have a good idea too, but you know what? You never know. So, I, I mean, it's I'm, the it's the guy who's playing the Russian um, uh, Captain America. Russian Captain America. Or uh, yeah, the yeah, whatever his name is, El Boy. Oh, fucking uh, David Harbor, the fucking uh, mm-hmm. chief Hooper. Hopper. Hoopa. Hoopa drives the boat. Okay, so that's why he's called Hooper. So anyway, I liked it. Speaking of a series, I'm more interested in three. Okay, what'd you rate it? Three and a half out of five. Uh, fucking snot monsters. Okay, speaking of a a series, I'm more interested in is Adam Wingard is going to do an Event Horizon for Amazon series. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I love those. I love that book. That whole series was really fucking awesome, and the movie was good too. Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne, right? Can we mm-hmm. deficit pick the week that? Yeah, sure. Deficit pick of the week. Event Horizon. Right, Em? <laughs> yeah, deficit pick of the week. <laughs> so on Prime, they're going to do a fucking a serial for it? Yeah. That's fucking fantastic, man. Oh, yeah. That's really exciting to me because I fucking love yeah, those it's, books. Yeah, it's a good director, too. So. Oh, even better. Or a dec- it's, it's a good horror director. 
Some people well, don't like him. But Event Horizon is yeah. straddling that sci-fi horror fucking divide pretty well. You know, even in the books, it's pretty fucking horrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't read the book. I just seen the movie. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. <clears throat> oh, and also, um, Stadia. Let's do it again. Eight nineteen. Gamescom. The Stadia. Oh, interesting. Event Horizon is not based on the book. I thought it was. It was an original oh. screenplay. So okay. cool. I mean, if this follows on to the Event Horizon movie, um, neat. If it explains what happened up to that point or is parallel to it in some way, fucking awesome. Because, yeah, the movie's fantastic. I will pull that out and watch it every once in a while. Yeah, it'll, it'll have to be a parallel to the movie. It'll have to be them still going out to find the same ship. Right, like a rescue mission kind of deal? Mm-hmm. Well, but then that... <clears throat> for the one that they just lost. Yeah, but then that kind of becomes a retread of fucking the movie. I, they should expand it. <clears throat> like fucking who was it who went fucking batshit in the movie it was sam neil right like he got all possessed or something not possessed but you know he got all fucking turned uh yeah it'll show, it'll show him yeah no hopefully like he comes yeah back like he goes back to earth or a space station or something you know like like takes it first Man, that'll be the it. first mission of the event horizon yeah you think so the one that they went to go find yep okay well that could yep, be cool makes sense I think so. I gotta watch this movie. Okay, again. so oh, all right, wow. how long do we have here? Uh, watch it again. Yeah, no, I'm going I've to watch it so many times. <laughs> it, it's been a couple years for me, so it's it's a bit fuzzy, you know. But I do I do like. But my mind is a little bit blown because it was, I thought it was based on a, a sci-fi book, which is a very similar story. So maybe there was some liberal borrowing for the movie because the book happened in like the seventies or something like that. Uh, uh, anywho, uh, no, we're good. We can keep going, man. Um, okay. un- unless the Yetis are getting too loud on your end. Uh, maybe. Well, yeah. How much time do we have? Uh, we're 58.49. Okay, we'll do a little bit more. Uh, like four, two minutes, four minutes, five minutes. An hour, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, I thought this was neat. Um, so I did not talk about this on the show, um, but there was a private Israeli company um, kind of like a SpaceX or a fucking uh, Blue Origin or a Rocket Lab kind of company. They were, you know, commercial uh, space company, uh, but based in Israel. And they are called, <laughs> oh, shocking, Israel Aerospace Industries. Um, they launched a lunar lander to our moon, and it was about to become the first private spacecraft to land on the moon. Um, and this was back in, I want to say, April, I think. Um, so the craft made it all the way to the moon. It was about to land, and all of a sudden, the uh, mission control for this company lost contact with the lander. Uh, so it crashed. There are pictures of <laughs> before and after, and there's a big new crater <laughs> where this thing smashed into the moon. Um, the interesting thing about this is that... Um, <laughs> One of the things that was on this particular uh, lander uh, was something called, uh, well, basically a backup of planet Earth. Um, so the spacecraft was carrying what's called a lunar library, and it was a DVD-sized archive containing 30 million pages of information, human DNA samples, and, on top of that, thousands of tardigrades. Tardigrades are microscopic creatures. People may know them as water bears. Um, they're really, really neat because they can um, 
they can, well, okay, so tardigrades are found everywhere on the planet Earth. They've been found um, on the edge of volcanic vents. They've been found frozen in Antarctic ice um, and everywhere in between. These little fuckers um, can withstand radiation. They can fucking go into hibernation for hundreds of years. And when the, uh, like the environment around them is right, uh, they will fucking come back to life. So they are hardy little motherfuckers. They are now uh, thousands of them on the moon because this spacecraft <coughs> crashed. So I am picturing a future when we get to the moon again of all these moon tardigrades that are all fucking weirdly mutated. You know, kind of like Thing. Um, not Thing, the fucking rock guy. The Thing, John Carpenter's movie. So there's going to be monsters on the moon when we get there because of these little water bears. No, weird. No, weird. Well, actually, who knows what <coughs> Very weird. Oh. But what they can probably do is go to this crash site and look around and, you know, take samples of earth or moon dust, whatever, and um, take it back into where there's air and water and light and these tardigrades may come back to life. There have been experiments done with these little fuckers where they uh, <coughs> took a box of them up to the International oh. Space Station and then exposed them to... Uh, cosmic rays without the you know uh, ozone layer around earth and the atmosphere filtering out everything and then brought those tardigrades back to earth and the little fuckers came back to life they just kind of oh, go hold on i hear something outside the, i oh. hear something outside the cabin oh shit uh oh shit hold on Scary. okay i think we're gonna have to cut this thing short guys uh oh you gotta go we're fight getting, off we're a getting weird yeah we're getting weird knocking um i don't know uh Hold on. Uh, uh, it, it. Oh, shit. Folks, I think we lost Chris. Um, here, I'm going to play you out with the tune, and, and I'm going to go see if I can get uh, on the phone with uh, people in the Himalayas to rescue his ass. Um, all right. Uh, so real quick, everyone over at Bat Squad Network, uh, go listen to the shows there, folks. Uh, Geek Dig, Horribly Awkward Podcast, uh, Horrible Gamers. Um who else? Um, uh, uh, Fearcast, Fifthcast, uh, Big Papa Podcast, the uh, Growing Up Not Growing Old, Painted Black Podcast, The Offensive Line. Um, God damn it, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, anyone else I'm forgetting, I'm sorry. It's this emergency with Chris. Peace, late. See you next week, everybody. I hope we're back together.